crack them open. What are you drinking there then, Johnny? Uh, just a cause light. Ah, oh, yeah, classy, classy yeah, classy. Yeah. Yeah. Got them blue mountains. Nice. How blue are they? Uh, well, they weren't as blue because uh, uh, it's been. I double parked myself and I drank one waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Service Watch Radio. <laughs> Might as well do, on that note, I'll do the intro, shall I? Thanks for tuning in to Turbo Sports Radio, issue number 70, in this super turbo edition of the podcast. Jono's talking about EA Skate 4. Matt's got books and beers for us. We've got Marvel's X of Swords and some Brew York Brewery shit. And Will's talking about skate with TJ Rogers and also what he's smoking at the moment. And I'll be getting some of the boys' opinions and some predictions of the Olympic skateboarding competition. Here we go then, hope you've had a lovely day, whatever you're doing, or a lovely evening, wherever you are. You might be in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> you might be in Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew. Uh, you might be in somewhere in Russia. Yeah, big, Not, big in Russia. Big in Russia at the moment. Big in Russia. Uh, St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. Yeah. To our listeners Krakow. there, <laughs> that's Poland, isn't it? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's Poland. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome. So here we go, Turbo Sports Radio, episode 70. 70. Uh, uh, yeah, do you want to kick things off, Jono? I think, you know, we had that big announcement from EA. I say big announcement, you can kind of lay down a law on that, but <laughs> an announcement by EA saying that Skate is happening for PS5 or whatever, but you're going to have to wait a little bit. Something along those lines, am I right in saying that? Yeah, so they, they put out, well, first they put out like a little tweet uh, announcement because uh, I think this weekend um, is an EA Play event. So EA showing off a bunch of upcoming games. And they made a statement saying they're not going to be at that, but they released a little teaser. Um, and no gameplay was shown. It's just them saying, yeah, we're working on it. It's only been six months. Give us a chance, which is fair enough, really. But... You, were you on, so? Are you on that side of the fence that is fair enough? Because I thought it was a bit of a cop out. I don't know about you, Will. <laughs> when you first watched that video, mate, did you think that was a bit of a cop out? Because I was like, "Come on, now, son! Like you're you're saying, oh, the gameplay, the gameplay. Show us the gameplay, then." Yeah, it's one of those things. Oh, fuck, it's hard. We're all obviously excited to see what it's like and play it. But I thought they'd have been a little bit further. Not loads, but. A bit more, yeah. They should, could have shown us a bit more too. Nah, they're building that excitement for you, aren't they? <laughs> Just wait till they, yeah, they're going to yeah. show you the t- like 30 second snippet and everyone's going to fucking wank themselves off about it. <laughs> that, that's what they're building up to. The tiniest morsel they give you now. They had all like people in them fucking motion capture suits in it though, didn't they? Like, yeah. Motion so, capturing like yeah. skateboarding shit. So, you, you so I've been doing some digging. Oh, go on then, yeah. Oh, so, um... Like you said, they had a bunch of people doing motion capture, uh, which they, as far as I am aware, they didn't do for the other skate games. That was all like hand and animated. So looks like we're going to get different styles of of skating going on because if those are the people doing the the captures for the game, not and not to just look cool, then uh, there should be a bit of variation going on. So um, was it pros doing the motion capture, mate, or was it just random Joe Bloggs who's decent at a switchback tail? What was the who, it, who was doing it? It looked 
just like random Joe Bloggs doing an SSBS mm. TS. I but, guess that's how you can customise your person. I mean, if they get a fucking a broad spectrum of people, like different shapes, different sizes, skateboarding, then if you want to change your character to whatever you want it, they've probably got a bank of people in there, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. And it, it does sound like character creation is going to be a big part of it. Um, nice. Because in the in the other skate games, every, everyone just looks like a slight variation of each other. Yeah, I think they might have different three. Couldn't you have like three different styles of skating? I think there was like aggressive, smooth, and normal, and it pretty much all looked the same, apart from like maybe a little bit of a push. You know, yeah. like there was n- no real difference. But uh, hopefully, this time, if you're, you know, because there's so many different styles of skating, that hopefully you're going to be able to kind of pick the old boy that best suits you. Yeah, exactly. And that, that looks like the road they're going down. No, oh, that would be cool. No, oh, definitely, definitely will be cool. But what they haven't said is if like how they're going to do the controls because since skate free in the 11 years that it's been um, we've had a couple of other skate games like session and skater xl which take the the controls of skate but change it to both sticks so the left stick is your left foot and the right stick is your right foot it's a head fuck it's a head. <laughs> I know you've been playing it more than I have. You know, I mean, I've, I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you know, on the PS4, <laughs> killing it. By the way, if you, if you wanted to know, absolutely <laughs> killing it. You know, million point combos, no problem or whatever. But though, you know, those controls, that's a little bit too fiddly. If they start messing about with that formula, that'd be kind of like I'm just trying to think. When you've got like a classic, the old wrestling games we used to play, oh, yeah. the standard kind of short grapple, long grapple, real anyone can play it, and then you. Press up and you know up and green, down and green, left and green. it's quite a simple formula. And then they started doing like the the new ones on the PS3, and it all just got a little bit kind of like oh, there's yeah. too many buttons involved. And I was like, no, I just want to be able to pick up this this chair that's there. What how do I pick that fucking chair up? I just want to press like square to pick it up. But it, it started getting a little bit, you know, got to hold down R2 and yeah, press yeah. square to like do something. And I just hope skate don't go down that road of making it a bit too because the, the reason why skate was so nice it was it was like a skate simulator. So everything was perfect. It looked great, and it all made sense. Doesn't you don't you so don't need to use your left hand or left thumb to control your left foot? I, I don't know. It's a bit too far. You might as well get that mm. Tony Hawk's fucking skateboard thing that he had on the <laughs> on the Wii or whatever that was when you just whoa on your carpet. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just stand, stand <laughs> Yeah, you're on your car. Whoa, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I never had a go on it, but uh, I'd imagine that's what the noise I'd have made if I was on my carpet. <laughs> like on, you, did you ever play that, Will? Uh, no, I always wanted to, but I think it'd be one of those things where I knew that it wouldn't have been as close to the real thing, so it'd have been like it'd have been harder again, and just and not as. Cost you back. Sorry. Yeah, it probably cost loads of money when it first came out because there was nothing like that. And you would have been trying to do it a Vero heel on it, wouldn't you? Like snap yeah, it in two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that that was the problem with it. I had a go on it once or twice, and you just to to do an ollie, you would just lift up the board, nah. like just manual. It's like no, no, nah. like you have to really stop yourself from snapping the thing in half. So, so going go back to controls, Jono, what, what mm. are you saying then? Are you saying that they are going to tweak it? Are you, what are your speculations as a, as a you know, the uh, Turbo Watch Radio journalist that you are? You've gone, you've dug deep on this shit. 
watched a video or two, <laughs> Googled a couple of times, you know what I mean? Scrolled down, maybe you might go down to the third page. You never Fucking know. Hell, no one goes to the third page. <laughs> you might go down to the third page. Jello digs deep. <laughs> he does. Yeah, exactly. You might have even clicked to 29, you know what I mean? Like whatever the, the, whatever the last one it's is. It's all in a different language at that yeah, point. Though, so yeah, exactly. Difficult. Yeah. What was it? Winding. Winding. What was he? Wingdings. Wingdings, yeah, all in Wingdings, isn't it? Um, Did yeah. you dark web it, John? <laughs> yeah, dark web. Okay, yeah, cool. nice one. So um, did, it, did it say, yeah, what are, you, what are you speculating, mate? My speculation is that you're going to have a couple of choices. I reckon they'll, they'll have classic or legacy controls, mm. which is skate-free. But then you'll have the, the sim controls, which will be left foot, right foot. Yeah, that's a, I, I'll give you that. That's a, that's a fair, nice. that's a fair shout, mate. Um, uh, that's how I would do it if I was them as well, because you'll have the people coming from Skate Free that have only played those, not played Session, don't actually skate in real life, and can't get their heads around it. They just want to kickflip down like thirty stairs. And not worry about it. Which, so is, I think which is fair, mate. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. When 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 I've been playing Tony Hawk's recently, the nice thing about that because it's obviously an arcade game, I can still I can still just do a nice frontside flip on flat and try and style it out, or you know, find a little spot and try and make things a bit more realistic. I know you're going twenty foot in the air, but you can still kind of control it a little bit more. And I just mm. hope they don't lose lose that. Where it's like you still simplicity wins. You know what I mean, there's a reason why Mario well, is goes yeah. down as one of the greatest motherfuckers of all time. <clears throat> Because it was just, you know, run. Run like a motherfucker and then jump. Exactly. Jump on some old boy's head. And that would do, wasn't it? And they got turtles in it as well. And they got, t- yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were tapping into yeah. something there, weren't they? Cheeky. <laughs> and they got turtles in Skate 4, you know? <laughs> uh, the, uh, I couldn't find a definitive answer. Yeah, so, well, so they're holding back now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there could yeah. be turtles. Well, they could actually. The thing is, though, if they could have Michelangelo, I mean, Donatello, weren't he on like a Domino's advert not too long ago, or some sort, or yeah. the AA, or uh, not AA, uh, fucking Direct Line or something. Oh yeah, I think yeah, Donatello was skateboarding. Some advert. Yeah. So you never know, you know. He might, he might be. In there. He might. Donatello I want him to surf on a on a fucking turtle. <laughs> oh yeah. Just hurt was a skateboard. Oh, you're on a turtle shell, man. More well, realistic, I think. That way. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, any news on that, Jono? <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe it or not, no. Bullshit, forget it. Uh, yeah. No gameplay of that? Forget it. <laughs> well, we wait to be seen, though. We don't know, do we? He only got to page 29. That was on page 30. <laughs> well, yeah. I need to uh, dig dig further. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a little while until we see until we see more footage, or any footage, actually. Now, what everyone's thinking, Jono, what everyone wants mm. to know, and obviously you're going to have to, you know, you've done your research and everything like that, and you must know the answer to this. When's the release date? <laughs> uh, the release date is uh, September 18th, 2022. Nah. Is that is that legit? You're not just pulling it? Uh, it... <laughs> I've pulled someone out of my arse. Oh, <laughs> right, you know, fair play to you. Fair play to you. Because that's exactly what I'd have done. Um, what, yeah, what are we thinking of release? That, you know, re- when do you think it's going to be released? Maybe we'll, we'll be lucky to see it next year. I think it's going to be the year after. Fucking hell. Um, because unless unless they do what the other skateboarding games have done and do the, and what a lot of games do, is do the early release. 
but that's not EA's style. Uh, have EA ever done that? You know, like for one of their, you know, other sports titles or something. Have they ever done an early release? N- not, no, no, they haven't. Well, they ain't doing it for that, then are they? <laughs> no. Um. So I reckon it's going to be what? Yeah, 2023 before we see it. Christmas, you saying? Maybe, or yeah, maybe Christmas to not, so it doesn't get in anyone skating, get get in the way of skating. Yeah, yeah. If it comes out in the summer. That's prime yeah. skating time, isn't it? it yeah, it is. But skate four <laughs> comes out. I mean, what are they what are they calling it? What are they calling it, Jono? What have you researched on that, mate? Because obviously you know the answer to this question I'm asking you because you've you know gone to uh, page 29 on Google search. So what are they what are they calling it? Uh, well, it's not skate four. It's just skate. Mm. I, 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 that kind of offends me though. When you kind of forget, you know, like if Mario, you know, it's like Mario 64. If they'd have just not called. I, I know they put 64 on the end of everything with Mario, didn't they? Well, anything that came out of 64 had 64 in it. Yeah, but at least they acknowledged where they came from. You know, they're saying this is the 64 one. You know, this is. This is a 64 yeah. Mario game. Yeah. It wasn't even a 64. It's like, Mario was like four or five. I spent my life looking for the other 60 fucking Mario games. They went anywhere. Bollocks. Mario 64. Yeah. At least Skate 4 is actually the fourth one, isn't it? At least they're not they're not lying there, are they? No. But yeah, it looks it, mate. If there's already been a EA skate, they're not even calling it four. Mm. They're calling it EA Skate the Return. Yeah, it's the return of the skate. <laughs> the return of the skate, yeah. <laughs> Will, if you could name it, what would you name it, mate? I'd like to call it this, but only if it met, only if it goes with the name, like a skate premium. You know, we're in that fucking futuristic era now. Imagine that, and everything's that little bit better. The better sparks, yeah. better characters, everything, decks. And, Mission. And a, a skater that you'd like to see in it, Will. If you could have any any pro skater that you know is not going to be in the game. You know what I mean? You, there's obviously some skaters that are probably going to be in the game. Name me a left field skater, you know what I mean? Someone that just off the cuff, who, you, who, who you'd like in there. Oh, Penny. Nice. Mm. No, I mean, that could happen. That could happen. Yeah, could I know that. I'm thinking about when you said that. It could happen. But Penny yeah, would be yeah. old... repping it for England. OGs. It just, yeah, just bringing it all round. They could put him into Mieses as well. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's jumped. Well, he we say jump ship. He's he's back on his uh, on the old S, isn't he? He's he's, he's back there. I knew he was. I really thought as soon as Chad put that post out, I thought. He can't. I thought Tom was gonna kind of go somewhere else or go with. Yeah, here's a question for you. Let's let's bring this round on on the turbo chat. Matt posted this. Uh, this what was it? A cat or something skating? What yeah, was it? It's clear cat. Olympics cat. It's a fucking mascot, isn't it? For the Olympics. Oh, is it? Yeah. That looked good. That game. Yeah. So I said, go on Google. Click on the fucking Google. Oh, is that the doodle thing? Yeah, the doodle thing. Oh. The Google thing. That's I've this. seen the Google, yeah, I saw the Google thing. Yeah, click on that. It's like because it's the Olympics now, isn't it? And that little cat yeah. going around, he's the Olympic mascot. He's going around doing all the Olympics. Is he just skills. skating or is he doing a bit of baseball nah, got, as well? He's or? Tennis, running, fucking skateboarding. Whoever's at the fucking Olympics, he's, he's doing them all, isn't he? He's done them all. He's done them all, isn't he? He's oh, done them all. He's just nice. rocked up. I don't know his name. I don't know what that Olympic mascot's name is, if anyone knows what his name is. He must have one. Olympic mascot. Olympic. 
Olympic, Olympic mascot. Yeah, Olympic, Olympic mascot. mascot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, sorry, Johnny. Any other games you were kind of checking out? Old skate games. Um, well, I recently have been playing Skate Two, um, which was a real head fuck after playing Session and Skater XL, uh, going from the two sticks to the one stick. Yeah, uh, I just kept reverting and power sliding everywhere. So, what do you prefer? Um, I gotta be honest. I prefer the two sticks. Oh. I know. Oh, come on now, blasphemy! But I, I really do. So you, you, you're saying it's difficult to go back then. Once you've once you've gone double stick, man, it's hard to to pull yourself back there and just be the standard kind of you know left as your directional, right as your maneuvers. Yeah, it took it took me probably took me. A couple of days to get used to the single stick again. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. I felt bad for myself. Like, you should. <laughs> you should. Like, 14-year-old me was, was smashing out these photo challenges. It's like, mate, I can't fucking gap this fountain. Like, <laughs> I can't get to the fountain, let alone gap it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Some but, hard lessons were learned for you to that day, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of session. Uh, I yeah. just prefer it. So, for the new skate, has there been any more characters released or any confirmed? Has there been anything like that at all? And if so, who who's going to be in it? Uh, no pros just yet. Um, yeah. In the in the teaser, there was lots of kind of YouTubers and kind of skateboarding influencers, but right, like Atiba was there, so I guess I That's guess cool. Atiba's going to be in it for the Frasher, um, but yeah, no pros just yet because um, is it with with um, uh, session. Like they've had a few, a few of the Zero Boys on there, like Dane Berman's on there. Um, I think Billy Marks is on his way. They've just released Day One Song on there, like proper full body scans of them with their boards and everything. It'd be interesting yeah. to see who goes to skate. Surely everyone wants to go to skate. Like okay. If EA come a call in, you got to answer it, right? Oh yeah, and they probably come with a nice check. <laughs> They say, Tony, come on now, son. Just jump out. He'll sell his soul for that. He's been selling out for a long time, hasn't he? So he'll, I think he'll, 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 ain't you, Tony? <laughs> John Van's, isn't he? Biggest sellout of them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if he let, you know, he's, he let that board, you know, obviously the last game that he released, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, One Plus Two or whatever, mm. I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's quality. But to let that board, you know, that, fucking carpet board thing out. He, he must have known that was shit. He must have known that, that just no one, no one's going to be, even if you're not the skateboarder, just by going yeah. like back, and it, like I just, I just, so yeah, you know, he's a dirty sellout just like the rest of them, isn't he? But, uh, like, who they ain't at? they're funny. Though. Whenever they do a peripheral like that though, like, who's it ain't that? It's the same with like the music ones or the fucking, the DJ ones or whatever. Like, if you can do it, then you're not you're not getting that game to do it on, are you? 
But then if yeah. that game to do it on is too difficult to do it, then you're not doing it. It's one of those things is like, why? Yeah. Who, who, who do you ever aim those things? But in, like ga- Garage Band or whatever, and that, is that buttons or is that actually like strings you play to play that shit? Um, there's buttons on Rock Band. So, so you're the, actually playing a real the guitar. Drum, the drum's the only one you nah. actually drum. Like the, the guitar is still buttons. And you can oh, actually right. sing as well. They sing the mic so you can fucking sing in it. You're mm. not pressing buttons to sing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there is a game called Rocksmith where you plug in your guitar and play it. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's okay. I mean, that's, that's just, really cool and it works really well. Yeah. But then that's, you just playing a fucking guitar, ain't you? So that's just. Well, yeah. <laughs> That'll be our first. First Twitch one, it, John. Are you set on Twitch? <laughs> on on uh, what? What's it called? It's called Rock on Aerosmith. What's it called? <laughs> Rocksmith. <laughs> John O playing Dude. Aerosmith. Fuck it. Yeah. Looking <laughs> forward to that one. <laughs> I'll sing for you, John O. Don't worry. Nice. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd like. Yeah, I'd, I would pay to watch that. I'd get that Donkey Kong. You remember that Donkey Kong Country <laughs> drum? <laughs> that drum that you'd see, you'd see in TV game that beat, was, all, that was all, all smashed up and minging yeah. and grubby. Like I'd, I'd play that for you in the background. Sweet. That's fair, isn't it? I think Ben had that. My brother had that. Yeah. <laughs> that was grubby as fuck as well and on his floor, kicked around, covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> Won't it, Ben? <laughs> Th- thanks for that, Jono. That was a good report, sure. mate. Nice. You know, enlightened us a little bit, gave us some, give us a little bit of hope. Some in-depth news, there, I think. It was yeah, hot off the press. That was, wasn't yeah. it? We should have said breaking news at the start, shouldn't we? We'll yeah, do it next time. Yeah, we'll do... yeah, missed that, missed a we'll do it next time, anyway. Break, <laughs> breaking news. We got some breaking news, everyone. So, um, Matt, you, you're going to break down. What are you going to break down now? You're going to do the uh, Marvel's X of Swords, mate. You want to have a little chat about that? Or do you want to chat about that? Yeah, yeah let's let's talk about that. So. You've... I don't know if any any of you boys been reading any X Men lately. Is anybody up to date? Oh. I haven't. No, I've nah. been uh, I've been meaning to text you and ask about uh, comic recommendations. So I guess this is the uh, well, this place is it. for that. This, this is, is it now. This is straight this... out of, oh, straight off the hot press. Basically, the X Men. Jonathan Hickman. He came in. He he sort of rebooted the whole X Men franchise, and it's quite good because it is quite. It's quite a hard reboot with soft reboot at the same time because you don't really need to know a lot about their history. <clears throat> and he's sort of come in and he's done his usual Hickman flair on it. The basic premise is now they've, they've set up their own fucking, they've got a mutant nation. They're living on Krakoa. So it's basically a mutant land now. And it's, they just all the mutants can go and live there. Everyone's welcome. So like whether you was a good guy or a bad guy or whatever the fuck, they're just like, oh, we're mutants now. You can come down now. a pub. Come, come... Yeah, they've got a pub on the island now. Yeah. Come down a pub. Everyone's mates. I think the only one that got fucked over was Sabretooth. Because <laughs> apparently they said they set down some laws and they're like, you can't kill, you can't kill the humans. Basically, I think their three laws are: you just got to bang, you got to bang, like fuck each other yeah. and make more mutants. So you yeah. just want a bigger pop mutant population. Fair. So they got our sex, and they've got to not hurt the humans. And there's another rule, but don't worry about that one. I can't remember that one here. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> just, two just rules. Have, have sex and don't kill people. So there's a pretty good, like, I'd, I'd live by that rule, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but, not yeah, bad. But only, but, yeah, it's not, I mean, you'd take that. But Sabretooth, apparently, he he did kill someone. So he got to the island. And he didn't want any sex he at didn't all. He didn't want to have sex. He's like, no, nope, I'm not banging anyone. <laughs> Fucking ate a lot of you. It's like, the killing, would have let that slide. But not wanted to bang anyone. Because Xavier was there. Like, he was oiled up ready. Like, he was like, all, all, all right, <laughs> waiting for Sabretooth. Yeah. Sabretooth was like, it's not, it's not even, we're not even going to make a baby, Xavier. Like, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Like, even if we did, like, have sex, which I don't want to... <laughs> 
But even if we did, we wouldn't make a baby. And he's like, we must try, Victor. We must try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So was, he, unfortunately, he got sucked into Krakow and was just held there. And he's just inside Krakow now. So we haven't seen him for a while. But essentially, like everyone else is there. You got Apocalypse. He's their chum now. Sinister. He, I mean, it's it's an uneasy alliance, much like the governments of the world mm, are. But yeah. they're, they're all there sort of working together. But if you wanted to, I mean, I'd start reading that. The comics are coming out in like the trade paperbacks as sort of essentially, because again with the X-Men, there's like what, like fucking 10 fucking different yeah, comics yeah. they've got coming out at one time. So it's a nightmare. I mean, trying to get them in singles is a nightmare, man. But if you get the Dawn of X trade paperbacks, they sort of collect it as the comics come out. So it's not one straight, it's not like one to six of like the X-Men. It'll be like episode one of X-Men, episode one of Excalibur, episode one of New Mutants. So it's, it's good and bad in the sense that you, you might get one that you're not really that interested in, but like a couple of the other ones are good, but at least you can sort of keep up with the story. And Hickman's only doing X-Men, but once he's, he's got to the first crossover, which is like Ten of Swords, and he's pretty much like written, written through that. He's sort of written the whole thing and it's just distributed across the different titles. Mm. But I mean, it's been all right. I mean, if you want something, if you want the X-Men and you want to like something, I know, it sort of reminds you of the sort of comics you'd read of your youth, but it's got a bit of a Hickman sort of, flair to it yeah it's quite good but essentially like there's no like no one can die either oh that's the thing now i think he's realized that like within comics like it's pointless anyway if someone dies you know they're fucking coming like no one stays dead so he's sort of (laughs) just gone oh well we've now we can clone anyone now we've got these five fucking mutants who work together Uh... they can they can clone any mutant xavier can give them their memories back from the point they died so essentially if anyone dies he just fucking brings them straight back again so it's a bit like we know that's going to happen anyway, so I might as well write that into the fucking story because it's because like there's no if anyone ever dies in a comic, you'll be like, oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of. I'm trying. I'm trying to think like going back in time. Who like who there? You know, it's probably been a couple of deaths back in the day. That the only one, the ones that the, the one that probably the longest one that I could think of would probably be uh, Barry Allen Flash because he died. That, he died in like uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, and he didn't come back until Final Crisis, and that. That must be like I don't know how many years it is, but that's got to be at least twenty, somewhere within it, the twenty years. Right, yeah, imagine. yeah, because like you know, I, I had all the uh, Death of Wolverine comics. And oh yeah, in, enjoy you know enjoyed them and kind of I like the the route that they were kind of going off. They well, they tried to go off in just to kind of give yeah give a little push to all these other characters that you know can use his mantle if you will, but just in a different direction. But we fucking knew. No, we knew, you know, no and, and, and they held it, you know, they held it for a couple of years, you know, for a couple of years, it was yeah. like, you know, give X-23, the female Wolverine, give her, you know, the good push, you know, they kind of tried a couple of different areas. They had a clone of him as well in one of the um, Weapon X um, program oh, comics yeah. as well. And which, he had Old Man Logan. Which was, yeah, I mean, they, they got, yeah, and, and the good thing about Old Man Logan, it kind of set them up going into, you know, when they went into Secret Wars, you know, it was he was already kind of established, yeah. so it was a kind of although that was probably a year after or so, something like that, at least there was, it was on the tip of your tongue. You know, you yeah, kind of, yeah. you were kind of warmed up to him. You didn't have to read the classic old man Logan to have, to have known it. But even that, you know, as a big Wolverine fan, I was, as soon as that happened, I was like, pass the mantle, just get them, yeah. just move the mantle and keep them dead for a while. But they just, it's Wolverine, isn't it? And you can't, you got to, you're going to make too much money out of him to just keep him dead. So, you know, like you're saying, it's pointless. It is absolutely pointless killing him. Yeah, you know, you, there's, there's no, yeah, there's no emotional impact in the in death. Like X-Men especially, there's no emotional impact in any X-Men death because you, you essentially know they're, they're coming back. There's, at some point, they're coming back. Every one of them. Have they, 
have they ever actually killed anyone off and they've just not come back? They, uh, yeah. Anyone of significance? No, but that's the, I mean that's the thing with like this this run now that he's doing because there was a lot of they did introduce like a load of people in the nineties who were pretty shit like Marrow who was like he's like a blue skinned guy that had worms come out of his stomach. He he sort of died and sort of disappeared, and they were like, "Well, like, because he just wasn't that popular." And there was a guy I think he was called like, like he's like a surf name. It was either like Riptide or Wave Race or something. Yeah, and he had, he had him and his sister, and I think one Wave, of them, Wave Race sixty four. Yeah, it, Wave Race sixty four. I think he was called, and his power was just like I think he was a healer, and his sister had wings, but they weren't. No one really liked them either. So if the character doesn't play out well, they they kill him off. But the thing is, like, he's opened the playground up now, so like, he can bring anyone back. So like. A lot of the time, it depends who's writing them. Like, you, if you want to write, if you as a writer, you could take like any shit character and you could make them good, really, couldn't you? I think so. So, I think the the thing is now you can sort of take in those like proper whack fucking nineties characters and sort of do a good fucking story with them now. Well, it's kind of like how they yeah, treat nice. Cyclops. Obviously, Cyclops used to be you know the proper kind of humble white meat baby face sort oh, of character. Yeah. You know, good guy, just good guy. That's all he was. Yeah. And then when it was Uncanny X-Men, uh, when he had the, the crossed, like, kind of oh, visor, yeah. I think he killed Xavier and he, like, yeah, he, he did, turned, yeah. you know, turned heel, proper asshole. And they're like, shit, this is, this is interesting now. Cyclops, we actually like Cyclops yeah. now. And the Phoenix Force went inside him and he turned oh, into an even yeah. more dirty <laughs> motherfucker. And it's like, shit, you, you know, when, when you get let some, let people creatively get in there and, you know, properly shape things up you'll get gold like that because that yeah. was gold i mean they could have held it i think they held it for maybe five comics or six comics in a run and really i think it's, you know he's phoenix like, phoenix cyclops yeah. could have been a big thing you know but it could have been he's massive pretty bad. like he's just he beats me to be a soldier now he's just like i think he's like the head of like the, the war council sort of thing mm. so he's like the supreme soldier and he's, he's now he's pretty much just like my role is just being the fucking guy that goes out and then sorts shit out like that they've done him pretty well now. yeah so he's not too bad. And he's also in like a polyamorous relationship with him and Wolverine and Jean Grey. So Yeah, I remember you saying about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I think... <All> right. <laughs> yes, they're just, they've got their own little... Like, I think on the moon they live. I think they've got their own little oh, yeah. moon getaway. Who's, who's Big Spoon and who's Little Spoon? I think Wolverine's... Well, he's Little Spoon really. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's... Yeah, he's only quite he's tall, isn't he? But, but yeah, so I think, they're, I think they're, there's those three are just... Just mixing around with each other, yeah. and I think I think Wolverine and Cyclops are even giving each other a wink a bit. They've been in the old yeah, hot tub well, together. That's all right, isn't it? I mean, it went to, I mean, it's like we was talking about the gods the other day and talking about Loki and that. Like, it'd bang anything, wouldn't it? But like, if you're a god, you're going to take your. You're not going to say like, no, I'm not going to have sex with that person. I'm not. I'm not going to have sex with that. I mean, essentially, he's, he's having sex with anything. And I guess the same applies to Wolverine. Like, if you've been alive for like. How long has he been alive for now? Like eight hundred years? Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say in it because obviously if you want to follow the or, you know origins, yeah, that's that isn't that old. But I'd say he's probably you know. I mean, he's been through like fucking all the wars, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. lived in feudal Japan, Feud- all, all that I mean, shit. I mean, he's born in Canada in like the, when was it like the fucking eighteen hundreds? Yeah, some yeah. I mean, a few hundred years. Yeah, I mean, all right, he's like he's been alive like two hundred. If I was alive two hundred years, and I think I banged a lot of women, I think. Well, I might as well see what a bit cock's like. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to bang that because of this. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you probably would. I'm <laughs> first mate. I try a bit of everything, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. You might, there's no point in sort of saying, nah, I'm all right, thanks. It's, but I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm immortal. If you've got the like, time. Not, you know, if you've got <laughs> yeah. the time, this is, this is where you've got to break it down. If you've got the time in your hands, yeah, you know, give, you know, it's, it's like anything. You could, you could have, a, you know, be a craftsman, you know, like a carpenter. 
And if you're a carpenter for 50 years, fair play to you. You're yeah. quality, aren't you? But would you be a carpenter for 300 years? No, you wouldn't. Nah, you'd you st- see, you <laughs> you'd start being pot- do pottery or something, wouldn't you? <laughs> you, know, you, you, you don't want stick to, to that. Yeah, so, you don't want to like tie yourself down you don't want it to be like oh yeah so if you it. were in a cubicle having a poo and then something would have slide into <laughs> <laughs> into the hole next you know from, from the next cubicle and you've been around for 800 years mate and you've never wow, seen it before I'm out, yeah <laughs> uh, uh, i'm all right i'm like i am having a poo like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i didn't realize this up when i came in i did i honestly didn't notice that hole on the wall i i have come in for a poo i do apologize so i've probably spoiled the mood but um, I do, I do want to finish this off and finish my book if I want to. So, give me your number, pop your number through. I'll give you a call when I'm done, and you know, see where it takes it. So, yes, yeah, so, I mean, if you are interested in picking up those, some of those comics, like I say, I mean, obviously, if you're going to go for your comics, go to your local like independent comic shop if you got one, because we've got to support those guys in this day and age. Don't fucking go to Amazon because they're a bunch of rip off fucking cunts. <laughs> but I mean, if you're in the UK, I'd, I'd say again, books, etc. They're good. They're cheap. They got good like packaging, and also Speedy Hen. Again, they're pretty good, but their packaging's not as good as books, etc. But they are a lot cheaper. Just avoid fucking Amazon. <laughs> what about Flipper? wants to give me a fucking space flight, but otherwise, avoid <laughs> fucking Amazon. <laughs> Moving on. Let's move over. Let's move over to uh, Buck Bill. Let's hear about yeah. Buck Bill's Pro Skater. This is a segment we've just come up with today you've just recently met old tj rogers haven't you mate skated with tj rogers down the local so uh yeah. what's the crack with that what's the story well basically i've i obviously follow tj on instagram been keeping up with him and he's he lives in in california but yeah he went back to where he's from on the <clears throat> on the east coast of canada in ontario and uh he was skating with uh some of his little close tight crew i guess two or three of the guys, and he was travelling across, all the way across Canada to the West Coast, all the way to Vancouver, hitting spots on the way, starting obviously where he grew up, and I saw him getting closer and closer to Calgary, and uh, getting a little bit excited, I kept telling myself, like, yeah, I might have to go to Calgary, there's a couple of big famous parks there, one of them being Millennium, and uh, he, he went there, so I was like, oh, fuck, I've think I've missed that missed my chance on that one because it was during the week when I was at work and I thought I know he's going to come to my local just because it's quite a new park uh in Banff National Park it's just got a nuts view and it's pretty fun so I thought he was going to come down and uh he was heading out there I saw it on his Instagram it was on a Sunday I fucking dropped everything I was doing and just headed straight down to the park it was a Sunday. It was pretty quiet. There's probably about five to ten other people there, all skaters, who were just as hyped as I was to see a Canadian legend lay it down. And uh, it was it was it was fucking awesome. He was killing it. I do want to know most of all how he is killing it, but let's. How was he as an old boy, mate? You know what I mean? When you when you first approached him or whatever, was he pretty sound? Was you know how how was he? Quite a lot of the time, when you meet people who are fairly famous or well known, you wanna, you hope that they're as cool as you vision them to be. So I got there. He was skating around. He was being pretty open and happy. He had his own little bit of music playing in the background, and he was just being the skate park homie. He was before I, you know, spoke to him first or whatever. He was tapping everyone. He was bigging everyone up. He was having a good time, you know, pushing out the good vibes, which was really nice. 
And one of the times I just gave him a little compliment on one of his tricks and he instantly gave it the the thanks. But yeah, he was like, hey, what's your name? And I was like, my name's, my name's Buck Bill. And he said, nice to meet you. I'm TJ. Give me the knuckles. And that's nice. You know, sometimes it can be a bit intimidating. You don't want to push up on someone too much as well. You want to give them their space. And yeah, it was nice, mate. He was fucking a top boy. Sounds pretty genuine then. Like a genuine boy. That's awesome. Like you're saying, Will, you know, as soon as he, if he's giving you a little, you know, if you're doing a trick and he's giving you a little classic, if you don't know in, in the skateboard universe, you give someone a little board tap, just like if you're playing pool or something, you tap the tap the table, someone's done a good trick, you know, give someone a nod, just a bit of acknowledgement. You don't have to, you know, go overboard, but it's just, just kind of, you know, just a good etiquette to say, you know, to keep the vibes up. Because that's, again, at a skate park, there's so many skate parks and the UK is probably the, probably the worst place for it, is that everyone keeps, you know, you skate South Bank. You skate some days, you'll get people that are kind of going to tap the board for you. But most people are trying to just keep an image up. They don't actually give a fuck about anyone else. And they just want to keep, they want the, the onus on them. They want everyone to look at them. Whereas this motherfucker sounds like he's having fun. Obviously, he is, if you don't know TJ Rogers, go and check him out. Because he is, he is he's one of the skaters on the planet that is still keeping skateboarding looking like skateboarding should look in 2021. Am I right in saying that, Will? You know what I mean? He's, he's, yeah, he's one of only few... But he's he's still you know he's in that he's in that John Shanahan kind of you know Kelly Hart just the still he looks like a skateboarder still and his switch tray is probably the fucking best on the planet. But uh, let's talk about a switch tray, mate. You, you hit a, you did he hit a switch tray down uh, down your local? I'm pretty sure he he popped a switch tray, just a couple of flat ones. Mm. But, uh, yeah, the level of the the switch skating that was out there was incredible. Most of the Guys, there didn't know. You know, if you didn't know him from long term, you wouldn't have. Uh, you wouldn't have known what stance he was. For an instance, there's a there's a there's a seven set there. It's not much difference than OWP eight set, and it's got a slightly longer rail, so it's a little bit more of a mellow rail, but nice. a decent size. And I think the first the first thing I saw him do on it was a switch back lip. He put it in a little clip out, but he did it about eight times in a row, and he was doing a little trick afterwards every time. But yeah, he didn't bail it. So, the, I mean, oh the switchback clip is like, you know, the, the, pretty much the most dangerous. Um, <laughs> a very blindsided trick. You're going backwards. Yeah, you, you're yeah. going to get a power bomb if you get it wrong. You know what I mean? You are landing on the back of your head or you're getting, you're on your balls, aren't you? You know, there's no other way about it. So to hit that, that consistently, I mean, that's just a declaration of being pro though, isn't it? You know, he is that good. That, that, and that's how you get that good. By putting this out and in a situation and, and, and landing every fucking time. And that's the difference between a real pro and an amateur skateboarder or even an early pro is having that consistency of pretty much every single trick, regular and switch. But yeah, it was uh it was just great to see, like going on a bit quickly about having fun again. There's a nice big jump A frame there, sort of thing. And uh Sorry, well, was that the, was that the spot that you were hitting your shit on? Were you get, getting there, like, yeah. the what? What did you hit on that? I got a varial heel, a nolly varial heel. Impossible. Yeah, nolly varial heel. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was real nice, real, real nice. Yeah, but yeah, it's a great, great fun a frame. You posted that, haven't you? You posted that on your Instagram, or is that just yeah. a story? Yeah, I put it out on the Instagram. So you people can check it out then. They can find out Buck Bill's. Uh, well, Truck Bill, Truck Bill's. Uh, 
Truckbill, yeah. Yeah, Truckbill is an Oliveira Hill. Go and check it out. But yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, so you've got the, the, the nice real, it's a real nice A-frame. Uh, you'll be able to see it on, on Yeah, Instagram. so as soon as I turn up there, I come in, you can see the A-frame from most of the park. And he's got, there's a photographer there. I think it was Dan Mayhew, quite, quite a known guy. And uh, he's taking pictures. And uh, him and one of his mates, they're all they're f- doing the friends ollie. They're ollieing it together, and they're holding hands, and they're just laughing while doing it because it's two two blokes, you know, holding hands. They're covered in tattoos. One of them's a big, long haired, burly dude, and the other's TJ, covered in tattoos. And you know, they're just holding hands, ollieing over this thing, and they they're fucking popping high on it. And it was just great. Like instantly, the level of like tension in the skate park there wasn't any. It was a vibe to walk, you know, anyone could have went in that skate park and had a great time just, just watching it. That is, that's nice to hear because, again, you know, we talk about the UK. So, you know, sometimes there's good vibes and sometimes there's not. But it's like if anyone's listened to this, there is a skateboarder that is intimidated by, you know, if you go to South Bank or something like that and you are kind of jelly-legged or whatever... I mean, just lay down a little bit of kind of like wisdom for you. Don't give a fuck about anyone. Just, you know, do it. Be respectful to everyone. But you just put yourself out there and try to bring a vibe up and try to be a positive person in those situations, even if it feels a bit shitty. I guarantee you, if you've got the power and you've got the, you know, you've got the bollocks to do it or just, you know, you just want want to do it, you'll make that session 20 times better for everyone because one person's had the bravery to do it. You know what I mean? It's only because everyone's in their shell and they're kind of scared and they're intimidated. And no, no one can, can kind of break down those barriers. If you just do it and don't care, just worry about your skating. You're going to make, you know, you're going to create that vibe like those motherfuckers did with the height, you know, putting their hands, you know, holding the hands there. You're going to do the same thing. You're going to, you know, it's just, you should never be too nervy about going to a skate, but you fall off, you fall off. That's what happens in skateboarding. You know what I mean? You're yeah, gonna make you laugh it up. Well, yeah, if you, I'll never laugh. If I see, see someone, fall off in the skate park, I'm looking at him going, well, he's fucking skating. Yeah. He's the he's the one he's the one skating. You know, he's getting harder. Whatever level he's at, he could be a kid eating eating shit. But it's like you ain't laughing at him. You're like, fucking I need to I need to get, you know, whatever my level is in comparison to him, higher or lower, uh, yeah. I need to go like, well, I need to fucking eat. <clears throat> you got to eat himself, ain't he? Yeah, exactly. You got to try and put yourself, you know, that cusp of the I mean if you listen to what was it? Uh, episode number two, when we spoke to Rune Glyphberg, he pretty much said that you're going to find yourself at a certain level. When you hit, you know, 15, 16, you're pretty much always going to hit that level. And you're never going to yeah. get, you're never going to get better at that level. You're only, unless you, you're committed to the cause and you skate every single day, but like, you're never going to get better. You're just going to, ha- you have to try, you know, you have to kind of keep skating at a certain standard. Even if you're having a lazy day, you still got to kind of, you know, push it like, like that, eight-year-old boy was when he just tried to do an ollie and you know fell in his ass ass. yeah which is which is good but yeah that's talking about vibes will that you know that's what you know that it it fills me with joy hearing that because it's just like that's how that's what skate park should be you know just that vibe it goes it goes miles like you're saying like everyone's been to a, a skate park or any situation you know where loads of people are maybe a bit too cool or or a bit too shy to be themselves straight away or just, you know, only around the people they're comfortable with, which is understandable in some respects. But obviously, sometimes you've got to get over that and put put the other shit aside and have fun. And obviously, it's probably going to spread around. And if not, you're going to come off that session or that experience with a big high. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit you for a while. Like, obviously, it was nice for me to have that little time. And uh, I was high off of it for a couple of days and I still get 
you know, good good vibes from it now. So never be afraid to just indulge yourself in a situation. It, it, exactly, mate. Yeah. I mean, when when I saw, like, it, it, I'm so glad for you, obviously, I'm, I know the style of skater you are, holding it down for as long as you have in a style that you skate, the proper traditional fucking 90s style that that's how it should be. Um, and it's, you know, it's perfect that you got to meet him. You know what I mean? It was just, it was nice yeah. out of anyone, you know what I mean? You, your past met, because I'm, I'm sure that you probably give him a nice little, little touch. You know what I mean? He probably took a little bit of Buckville back home with him or wherever he was going. And it, that was a, that was a gift to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, well, let yeah. me, yeah, exactly. And uh, I'll back that up with a little bit of this. I've only, it's been a very, very, very long time, maybe even a decade since I've been to a skate park and been truly outbaggied by someone else. His pants were way baggier than mine. And he done you? He outdone it. <laughs> Which I applaud. So, I've, you know, I instantly ordered some bigger trousers, and that was what we did. Nice. <clears throat> but, yeah, it was great. And you know what? Like, after that, everyone was watching him film his little clips, smashed out some great manuals, fucking... Obviously, one of my favorite things to watch and tr- and do, and I I knew that I, one of my aims was to get a picture with with uh, TJ to to get the memory to ha- always have the memory. I'll be able to be able to relate it much better. And there's been times when you're younger, it was easier for me to get pictures. And then when you get a bit older, it's kind of like oh, I don't want to. I don't always want to bother everyone for a picture or an autograph or whatever because you just. You might just want to enjoy the experience, but I knew that being in Canada, I had to do it. So I waited till he had done his session, filmed all his clips. And I said, oh, TJ, can I, I'd love to get a picture of you, long-term fan. And uh, the way I was about it, because I was obviously excited and really genuine, he knew instantly. And I actually had a great chat with him for a couple of minutes. He instantly said my name from, you know, from nearly an hour or two ago from, when he asked it, he still remembered it. And uh, I asked him a little bit about because he's in the new Battle of the Barracks. And uh, he's going to be playing Aurelian or whatever, is, how you, however you say his name. Yeah, so I was like, Yeah, Aurelian Giroux. Or, yeah, yeah, the uh, French Belgian motherfucker, wherever he's from. Yeah. That's, Which that's is no that? disrespect. I just don't know where he's, he's <laughs> from around that area of, of the globe. But yeah, yeah. What, so what's, gonna how's, be a... how's, how's he going to fuck him up, Will? Well, yeah, that's going to be a fucking hard match. There's no denying a lot of the first rounds are heavy. But I said, yeah. He goes, this is his words. He goes, I ain't, I ain't sweating it. I ain't sweating it. He goes, because <laughs> obviously Aurelian is quite a, still a quite fresh skater on the scene. Like, obviously he is absolutely amazing with what he does. But he goes, we'll see how well he skates switch. And that's what he said. Mate, I tell you, though, I tell you, like, you know, go back a few years when, you know, you'd get someone kind of throw, offer you up on a game of skate. And, uh, I mean, it was a similar tactic. Obviously, he's 10 times better than me, but I've got a couple of switch maneuvers that I can I can land. And if you turn the board around early and just see what someone's saying, you might, you, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? You hit that switch hill and they go, oh, fuck, here we go. Then, you, you know what I mean? Then it, and he's obviously, he's got, he's got so many switch tricks that he can throw down under pressure. I mean, like, like I kept saying, his switch tray which is one of the perkiest fucking looking tricks going. It is absolutely, it is, it is perfect. It is, it is perfect. You know what I mean? Like he needs the old boy from Street Fighter 
at the end of each fight, just going around with him, just telling him <laughs> after after every switch tray because they are just. I mean, he he is just such an authentic skater. But I think I personally think he's gonna fuck he's gonna fuck him up. I think I think he's too pro to get to get done by this old boy. I know he's good, but he's young, he's fresh, and I just think Naus goes a long way. Wow, yeah, Naus, a hundred percent. Yeah, I've. I'd put money on him winning this first round. Obviously, if he doesn't, fair fucking play. But we're going to see. We're going to see. We'll see what happens. Well, on on that note, Will, do you, do you, are we going to are we going to do us uh, another Battle of Barracks edition, or do, do you want to chat about the uh, the Battle of Barracks, or should we leave it for a little bit and have a little? I'm going to say let's wait till all of the first round is done, and then we can see kind of like what we were saying. Seeing how we do, and then we can do second round predictions if you don't. Okay, like. I'm just going to say one thing though. Do you see the Midler um, game? Yeah, was that with that fucking weirdo? But yeah, that Erry yeah. Erry Berry. Yeah, even no, I was going to say no, we no, have no, to talk about this. No, no, uh, no. Mid mid. It was Alex Midler against. Um, oh, I can't remember his name though. Fucking decent decent skate. Anyway, Midler was just being a. He pisses me off. Oh, Midler. Sorry, I'm just just putting it out there. He was just like you're playing a game of skate, Matt. Right? Just flat, flat round. You know, I'll do a kickflip. You do a kickflip. Yeah. These like between his kickflips, he'll go up and go up a half pipe and fuck about and shit. And I just think that's poor etiquette. If you oh, he won't just stand there. He won't just behave himself and wait. He's no, got to fucking no, show he's, off while you're having your game. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like if you were doing a bit a, of a showcase. A well, I can do this, but I'm going to bail this set. Yeah. Yeah, it just it offended me. So. What's his name? Alex Midler. Wow, it's there you go. Not famous mum, That's a trouble. Fucking won't say all in that sort. Want to say you're a show off, ain't they? He does have a famous mum, yeah. Yeah, bet. Fucking showing off. Yeah, she. So that's where he gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does actually have a famous mum. Does he actually? Mom. She's in the. Yeah, she's yeah, she's there. Yeah, she's in the. Sk- yeah, she's in the skate industry. But yeah. It's not Bette Midler, no. No. Is it Bette Midler? Who's his, what's his mum? What's his mum called? Uh, what is... Because it might be Bette Midler. Come on, Jono, just Google it real quick. I'll hold the air. Just Google that real quick. Right. If you can find I Alex think she Midler. was a bit of a milf anyway, right? So, you know, you wouldn't be bringing your mum online if she looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even more distraction techniques than that, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I, don't, I ain't going to go down this path. <laughs> I ain't going to start talking too much about this shit because... Uh, I'm just saying Alex Riddler was disrespectful, but I, I ain't going to talk too much about it. Yeah, I was with you there. Those tricks uh, those tricks disappointed me. Yeah, but he, he sucked balls anyway. He just, he ain't, he ain't a flat ground skater. He ain't nowhere near old TJ standard. He ain't no, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that would have fucked him up anyway. He got beat. Yeah, so whatever. yeah. Uh, no right way, yeah. Done and dusted. Jono, you got, you got that shit, mate? Google, page 29? Uh, page 29. <laughs> See, I still think his mum's Bet Midler. Like, you got to prove me wrong. Well, it might be. It might, it might be. Yeah, it might, you might be right. Alex Midler's mum starred in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Johnny won't find this for shit, is he? No, I am finding it. Well, let's not worry about it. Nah. If you go on, if, so if you watch that battle between Alex Midler and the old boy we can't remember the name of, She's she's there reading the rules or something. Next. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. bit singing the rules. It's a bit lame if you ask me. I wouldn't have my mum doing that. Taylor, right now, taking yeah. fucking taking my fucking limelight <laughs> away from me. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, so let's uh, let's move on. I'm just gonna. All right, open. yeah. Let me uh, wrap the TJ bit up real quickly. Yeah wrap, yeah, wrap it up, mate. Yeah. So for those who don't know, it was 
they, they were filming a little Red Bull series and it was a 30 day trip he did. So it's probably going to be most of the trip. So it'll be pretty interesting to watch. Maybe uh, have a little, little bit in there. You might see a boy in the background of the band. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So you're awesome. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, it's going to. I think the first episode is going to be on Red Red Bull Canada or Red Bull TV or some shit. But I'm sure it's going to come out on YouTube. But it's going to be. It's called Steady Pushing. So keep an eye out for it. It should be cool. Nice. Nice. We, yeah. We def- definitely will. So Steady Pushing. TJ Rogers. I mean, if you haven't, if this is just like a little, you know, awakening for you, go back and watch any of his shit. Because yeah. he will just, you know, if you're from a certain era, if, you, if you're listening to us and you're you're 19, fucking fair play to you, because you're probably not getting any of our references. But if you, <laughs> if you listen to us and you're 30, 40 years old or whatever, or you, you know, or you're Jono, then uh, you know, <laughs> you know, TJ Rogers, he, he he will just take you down memory lane. But he's still he's still here. He's still relevant. He's still got an edge to him. But he's just gonna, he's just he makes skateboarding look like it should. And it's just uh, he's. You know, he's one of those skaters that you'll never get bored watching. He could do the same trick and over, over and over again. Like his kickflip, I think it was. Um, you see, well, you seen his um, real street part for this year? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, he, it's a kickflip. Like I think it's like over a rail. Like there was a stair set over a rail down like a ledge sort of thing, and it is yep. the it is the perkiest kickflip fucking going. It is, it yeah. is so nice, but it's a, it is a it's a great it's a great part. So go and go and check it out. Right, yeah, let's, um, sorry. Just for all those who don't know, Hollywood High, the big, the big set. He switched front free that easy, easy. That's ridiculous. The the big yeah. set. Yeah, the seven, sixteen or seventeen, or whatever. He switched free it. Yeah. John, are you jumping down that shit? <laughs> how much money you got first? We at the top. We at the top, are we? We're at the top. You hand me a briefcase. I you, open it up. You just finished your your, uh, your second cause light, are you? What are you drinking? Something else that day? No, I'll be on the cause light. Keep yep. it. Keep it mellow. I'm saying front one eighty straight away. <laughs> no Ollie, just front one eighty. Right. I think you'd prefer that anyway. Probably. Um, what are we scratching together, Matt? If we could rush up a big twenty pound note. Yeah, twenty seven pounds. <laughs> Twenty-seven dollars. Sorry, dollars. Twenty-seven dollars <laughs> and fifty cents. How does that tickle you, Johnny? Nah, that doesn't tickle me. Oh, he wants big money. For, all right, I'll put thirty-seven dollars. No, I'll put no, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Thirty-six dollars and eleven cents. What's that? Deal. One? Yeah, he's done it. nice. He's doing it. And then Jono goes <laughs> goes down, breaks himself in half, and doesn't have any insurance, and he's in America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and gets done for trespassing as well. <laughs> Lovely day out for all. Well, we might as well. We might as well. We'll move on to our Olympic predictions. So I've mm. got, if you don't know the skaters, I have. I took a little screenshot earlier just so we can have a little look and uh, and, and think who's going who's gonna to win this win this gold. And let's just try and break it down. Do you, you boys know who's in it? Not all. Uh, no. Do you I, have the... I can. Yeah, I can probably send you the... Uh, let me send you a little bracket now, and then me and Matt will have a little. Should be on your. Yeah. We'll have a little look, and it's got like a few different heats, and I don't know exactly how it works, and I don't really care to be honest, so it don't really matter. But I reckon if you maybe the first couple, you know, first couple of skaters who wins heat one might go into the finals or something like that, or maybe, or maybe it's just that's just how it is, 
and uh, and whoever wins, you get the best score out of all the four heats. Yeah, it's kind of, like, kind of like groups, if you will, in the way football would be done. But uh, I'll I'll run through um, a few. There's well, no I'll English through... old boys. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where's Jeff Rowley when you need him or Penny? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But we've got so we've got in heat one. We've got Felipe Gustavo, obviously fucking certified yep. motherfucker. He is up there as being one of the best skaters on the planet at the moment. Vincent Milou from France. Milou. Don't don't know him. Uh, Jagger Eaton, great skater from uh, the US. Mickey yep. Papa, Canadian motherfucker. Will good skater. Yep, yep. Well, that's a long name uh, from Colombia. <laughs> I think that's uh, Luis. Ortiz. Carlos Gonzalez Ortiz. That's a that's a good name. I'd that's like to see him. Strong name. That's a strong name. I, yeah. My money's on him. Yeah, I like him. Uh, so that's Heat One. We've got Heat Two. We've got uh, Kelvin Hofler. I'm sure we probably called him Kevin Hofler. <laughs> we on, did on this podcast more than we've called him Kelvin. So I apologise for that. Oh, but um, we've got Sora Shira. Good name. That's Japan. a strong name. I like it that is. Name. Yeah. Uh, Jake, is that Lardy? I can't. There might be an L. Lardy. Is it a double L? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Jake Yardy. Yeah, um, from the US of A. Shane O'Neill. Shane O'Neill. Again, he's he yeah. is the Shane O'Neill. Yeah, he is one of the greatest skaters going. Yuto Horagami. He's yeah, a very very good skater from April Skateboards. Heat three. We've got. From France, he's from France. He's from France. He ain't from Belgium. He's from France. I kept telling everyone that. Orléans uh, From South Africa, we got Brandon. Fucking hell. Valhalla. Valjalo. Valjalo. Jalo's in that one. Yeah. Then we got Nigel Houston, uh, Matt Berger, and Manny Santiago. And let's move on to the last heat. Uh, one of your favourites, Will, the old uh, Giovanni Viana yeah, from the man. Primitive Primitive Boys. Uh, Gustavo Ribeiro. I think Nate, Nate, our mate from Oxford, he's good mates with Gustavo Ribeiro. He's from Portugal. Uh, yeah. You've got, I'm sure, no, he is, he is John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just taking the piss. No, no, no. no, he's, no, he's, no, no he's told me he is, he's good mates with him. Uh, Axel Kreisberg. Um, Yukito Aiko. And uh, I should, yeah, I should stop doing it in that accent, really. But and from Peru, <laughs> Anjo Caro Navez. Navez, yeah. Uh, so there's, some, I mean, there's some big, there's some big name pros in there. Probably some uh, some names that I, I haven't heard of. What what are we saying? Do you, do you want to, should we break down the heats? Let's just say if we're just doing this like a, a World Cup, because I don't know yeah. how they're actually doing this. It doesn't really matter. People, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. I don't care. <laughs> He's done a point. Right. So we're gonna we're just gonna do the winner of each heat. So I'm going to say in this in this first heat number one, I'm going to say that Jagger Eaton's going to win that. That's what I'm going for. I know everyone's probably going to think Felipe Gustavo, but I'm saying Jagger Eaton because he's a he's oh. a competition motherfucker. Yeah, nah, I'm saying Felipe. I think he's just. Oh, I think Jaeger's Jaeger's going to be a bit better on like the tranny because this is a street skate. I wonder how it's. Yeah, but it's probably a quarter pipe wheel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably like they got stairs and shit, but I reckon there's a little ramp somewhere that they're gonna have to do an indie on. I don't know if I can differ between the two of them. I could, I don't think I could decide truly. But Felipe, no, just, just put, yeah, yeah. Put, just go go for one, mate. Just go for one. 
No, I'm going to go for Felipe. Felipe, all right, yeah. Matt, are you saying? I'm going for Jagger Eaton. Yeah. She sounds like he's got a full tum-tum, is not he? Yeah. <laughs> Brazilians do really fucking well in competitions, though. I just think they're just... They're always winning competitions. Yeah, yeah. But let's... All right, let's 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 move to Heat 2 then, mate. Yep. So we've got old Kelvin, Sora, Jake, Shane, and Yuto. Now, we know that Yuto is uh, a competition motherfucker, but Kelvin yep. Hofler is a Duke tour motherfucker as well. And I'm sure oh. that Shane O'Neill can hit some shit now, you know, when he wants to. I'm still going for Yuto, hometown boy or whatever. He's probably not from Tokyo, but, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, on, his, he's on his ground, he's on his turf. I think he's going he's gonna to take, uh, take that heat. Depends how good Shane's skating. He might be like, right, if you fucking win, you're off April. <laughs> oh yeah shit yeah so so, Matt, so you yeah. come second and i come first he owns, the, he owns the company that he rides for <laughs> <laughs> so, that's gonna be a conflict of interest surely it is a little bit isn't it yeah it is a little bit because he's right yeah he'll be riding that board it won't be like a, a japanese logo but you know like a yeah. flag board it will be an april skateboard yeah yeah are they wearing uniforms yeah or... they, yeah they yeah, are yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, but the thing is though, Shane O'Neill was wearing a nice little polo shirt, which is all right. I'd kind of like that. It weren't too garish. It was just like a green standard Australian polo. That's shirt. your gimmick, though, isn't it? A little cheeky polo yeah, shirt. Yeah, nice, mate. You got to keep you it, can pull it off. Smart. Well, yeah, you got to keep it, you know, a bit stylish. <laughs> stylish, <laughs> boring. <laughs> he wants to, well, he wants to look nice, though, doesn't he? I mean, it's the Olympics. You don't mm. want to look. He, he put a polo shirt. His choice was a polo shirt or an almost dog yeah. t-shirt. He's like, well, polo shirt starts a class. Yeah, it? exactly. If Johnny was there, he'd be looking for the Hawaiian shirt. They don't <laughs> do Hawaiian shirts for the Olympics, mate, do they? Come on, well, they will for me. Oh, yeah, Hawaii are allowed to. Yeah, sure. It's in the, it's in the uh, paperwork and the contract yeah. shit and shit. But no, you can't. If you're like from Samoa, nah, nah, you can't have a Samoan shirt. It don't count. <laughs> so what are we saying now, boys? Are we have we all going for Uto or? No, I'm going for Sora. I'm oh, going yeah. for Calvin. Well, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for Uto. Okay, right. I like that. I like. That. Are you going for Sora, be- Matt? Because again, everyone thinks Uto's going to. Do all right, and he's going to come underneath. Now, now you've told me the old uh, situation. I think he's going to throw it any otherwise he's off the fucking team. So, <laughs> again, Saul has got home home turf advantage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Heat three. I'm Easy. I'm looking at. I mean, I, I can't look past old uh, Niger there. It's a little bit harsh that they put Niger with uh, Aurelian Giroud because obviously he's a competition motherfucker as well. But I personally think that Niger's absolutely going to. Smoke the fuck out of everyone in this. Now I'm going. Yeah, Nigel's going to destroy it. Yep, he's good, mate. Yeah, he is good. Matt Berger. I'm I'm taking Matt Berger. Yeah, he is good. What's everyone else saying? I'm saying Nigel for sure, but you never know. I guess you know anything can happen on a day. But Nigel's going to be hungry. You know what I mean? He's been winning pretty much every single competition going, except for recently of the Uto situation. But this is the fucking Olympics. This is the next best thing for him to potentially win. So I think he's probably going to give it his all. We shall see. Johnny? Uh, yeah, it's going to be Niger. Yeah, fair enough. Right, Heat 4. Heat 4. So we got mm. old Giovanni Viana. we got just, uh, Gustavo Ribeiro, Axel Kreisberg, Yukito Aiko and Angelo Caro. I mean, Axel being in this one, kind of, I know he, you know, yeah. he likes handrails and shit, but he's he's more of an all-round sort of skater. So again, it could actually work for him depending on the, the course. I have seen a bit of it uh, and there are some ramps in there, but 
I would say probably, and I, I'm not too sure if Gustavo uh, Ribeiro is going to suit him perfectly because again, he's like a really kind of super tech motherfucker, and I think you're going to want to see some bigger shit. I think old uh, Giovanni is probably going to pull this out of the bag. I think he's a uh, pretty all round. You know what I mean? He's a uh, he's a Vans wearing street skater, but with steez. You know what I mean? So he's got a little bit. You wear Vans, you got to be able to work yourself around a ramp, but. He's got good style, and he, we, you know, we've seen from the fourth quarter video and uh, from from other um, videos from Primitive that he's he, he knows what the fuck he's doing on the board. Yeah, but it depends how how it's all working though, because obviously he can put together a decent video part, but has he been at Street League before? How has he been at um, I'm Tampa Pro? I ain't got a clue, mate. I ain't got. I'm gonna say Gustavo, just because he's a great skater. So yeah. <clears throat> okay, well let's well, let's let's just run down then. Let's just if we kind of do it on a vote basis. I think it was kind of half on half a Jagger eating Felipe Gustavo. So let's just stick them both through, and we <laughs> had the old uh, Shane and uh, sorry uh, Uto knocking about in the next one. We had Niger. And then you've said Gustavo Ribeiro. Who we who we say? I, I I can't look past Niger really. Niger's getting gold. Yeah, he's got to right. Matt, what are you thinking? No, I mean Niger Houston is he is the man. If you were going to p- pluck a name out your ass, who you say? <laughs> like if I'm putting money down, I'm fucking using knowledge that you boys have got. So if you're saying Niger, I'm taking Niger. I'm not going to go on a fucking off chance, am I? If you're telling yeah. me that he's Yeah, a but he's, you only get three man. to one for him, but if you see a thirty-three to one. Like I'd put a fucking yeah, <laughs> but that's a different saying that I'd put money on both of them, wouldn't it? A thirty-three to one is a fucking and I hope I get some fucking big money back. Yeah. The fucking Niger, you just, know, you get to enjoy yourself because you only get cover your bets. money, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cover your bets. Yeah. That's I, how shoe ramble does it. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I think Niger's probably your safest bet, any. You know, I think uh let's just talk about his new brand though. You seen Disorder? You seen that shit? I don't know if we've spoken about it on I've seen a tiny bit of it, yeah. I think I saw like one of the first posts and I, don't, I haven't really followed it up. For a rich motherfucker that he is, he would have released more than one board for his like for his like for his release. He just released one board. I mean, that's like yeah. the shit we would do. You know what I mean? Like when we when yeah. we could finally afford a board, it's like we'll be releasing one. But he's got a mansion, he's probably got a couple yeah, of Yeah, but little... I guess he's releasing that one board and then that one board is just selling out, isn't he? Yeah, it is selling out. So he's just... But you could have you could have you could have released three boards, mate, and they'd all sell out. Nah, yeah. you don't yeah, want to yeah, you don't want to do you want that one board and then you're building up the fucking high penny because it's that one if you've got that board, that's that one board, isn't it? Yeah, but he's already released he's already released the second one. It's not like he nah, waited for the oh, second one. I Oh I then sorry, sorry done, mate, I was trying to fucking help you out there, but you fucking shook I'd have done a three piece series yeah. that made a picture. Oh you know yeah. what I mean? And then like you know what I mean? You're you're the a classic. Exactly, you had to you had to you had to buy all three because yeah. you'd be gutted because it all makes a picture. And if you're thinking I'm buying it because it's the first board, now nah, you got to buy three of them, motherfucker. So you're gonna buy them. Yeah, you ain't gonna skate them. Then you gonna buy probably another one later down the road to skate. I just think you missed a trick there. Where what would you think about that? It's yeah, I'd have probably released like maybe even like five boards. <laughs> like, uh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like a, an actual series, and then and then that leave it at that for. A month or two. Well, that's why we call him Buck Bill, isn't it? That's oh, yeah, why they I mean, call him yeah, Buck I'm Bill. Not, I'm not arguing with Bill. So. I was trying to help the other guy. He's, he's, <laughs> fucking, he's gone wrong. What was his name again? Niger. Niger, he fucked up. I was trying to help him no. out. 
He should have I think what saying, you should have been on his advisors team. Yeah, I think you're right though, Matt. What you're saying, people do that shit these days. They'll release like a super limited amount of stuff or just one, and people aren't. If oh oh fuck, I missed that board. It's not coming out again. And then they have to get the second one. They have to. Yeah, mm. I mean, it did it did sell out in like probably thirty seconds or something. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, so it, it, doing the one board, there is. There is a reason, and then you can't give you know you're not giving anyone a choice. If you, you don't really like it, you're still going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you had a green board, a yellow board, and a red board, and you hate the colours green and yellow, <laughs> you're going to because you really you know you've always had a problem with those colours, haven't you? You always looked at them, and go fuck yellow, fuck, fuck you, who the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, right, I said that yellow, green, fuck off. He thinks he's good, but the red, he's always been good to any. Always... Actually, saying that yellow's good. Dogs can see yellow, can't they? So yeah, all right, we, so, like, we like yellow. All right, so yeah. You're right, yellow. As yellow and blue. Fun, fun, yeah. Yeah. Blue and yellow. We like them ones. They're, yeah. they're dog colours. Yeah. Anything else, they can fuck off, can't they? Twice. <laughs> Coming around here with their reds and their purple dickheads. Yeah, knobheads. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll leave it at that then. So uh, good luck to everyone at the Olympics. It is actually, I mean, I you know, this ain't going to be out. It's actually airing tonight. As we speak, it's airing tonight at like 12 o'clock, uh, you know, half 12 or whatever tonight. So... I probably won't be watching it live. <laughs> I've not. I mean, I've not. Have you watched any minute? Have you been watching some of the skateboarding or? No, this, this is uh, what oh, the it, Olympics. Just yeah. no. This is it tonight. This is, is it? it. Oh yeah, this is it tonight. Half twelve, mate. So. Ah, okay. I say because I've not seen. That's only half night here. Like the COVID shit, it's just not. There's no not a hype for anything this year, is there? It's not been like normally with the Olympics. There's a whole fucking thing in it. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know, it doesn't seem to be as. It's, I mean, it's just, I guess it's well, Linford Christie ain't about it anymore, is either. Wow, so, yeah, yeah. if you'd have had Lin, Lin, you know, Linford Christie is, uh, Jono. Nah, not good. Linford Christie. Linford Christie, like, was back, back yeah. in the day, 100 meter sprinter, and he was like, uh, fucking the, the, the boy when he was, the, yeah. he was England's, like, he, Great Britain, sorry, he gonna, he gonna kick ass. And then, like, he got to the Olympics. I think he had, like, two false starts. And... <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. He was done. You still fucking love him now, didn't we? Yeah, we still love He's him. He's our yeah. fucking We still boy. love him. But we knew he was going to win. That was a point. It's like, yeah. Limford! Limford! Why did he... Yeah, he didn't need to do it. He'd have beaten, you know... Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have beaten Bolt, but he was... Uh... Nice, different kettle of fish. Yeah, different... Yeah, I mean, Bolt's... What's he, six foot eight or something? He just yeah. walks to the fucking end. He's fucking lining, isn't he? That's what he is. Yeah, he is. Cheat, isn't he? <laughs> cheat. Drug Why cheating. is he so good at it, cheating <laughs> bastard? Why is he so good at running, fucking cheating bastard? Right. Uh, let's 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 let's, uh, let's change your tone. Let's move in a different direction. Uh, Brew York Brewery, mate. You're gonna have a little talk about Brew, Brew York Brewery. Well, yeah. I mean, you've been enjoying yourself tonight, anyway. Yeah, well, well. been treating you. <laughs> so, no, well, <laughs> I just set I set the uh, set the table for everyone. You know, normally at Turbo Tavern, you get to enjoy us drinking the beers and tasting them. We've just been having a Turbo Tavern of our own <laughs> while the, the podcast is going on. So, um, you know, Turbo Tavern 3 is one of the, you know, the, like the lost levels. You're never going <laughs> to... Yeah, you're never going to see it. It's never going to get outside of Japan, is it, really? No, no. We did this exactly. Turbo Tavern, just live streamed it straight to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I picked up the, the fucking Brew York stuff because we saw them. There will be a Turbo Tavern coming, which will be exclusively, exclusively about the old... They've done like a wrestling fucking line of fucking ales, which look pretty sweet. So I picked them up. But I also picked up a couple of sours and a couple of pale ales. And nice. they've all they've all been good though, haven't they? To be fair, like the Brew York again, I don't think that they haven't they haven't missed a beat on anything we've had today. I mean we're more hitting the sours tonight. Yeah, they they're, they're all cheeky kind of like, you know <laughs> notes. But it's uh they're all working. I tell you, they're all, you know, 
floating my boat. They're all giving it, giving you a little different angle, a little different mm. taste. But yeah, nice kind of dry, kind of like yeah, cheeky. Isn't it? Yeah, I it's... think the best, the nicest one we've had is the Moss Isley Cafarina, which was a guava, papaya, and lime Cafarina sour, six point five. It was not hours of fucking cheeky boy. That it was. was, yeah, I did really enjoy that. I mean, the cans, the cans are quality themselves. You know what I mean, it's kind of. Like, I mean, they, they do like their play on words. We've got, we had the rhubarb, rastrizens, rhubarb, milkshake, pale ale. Good can and all. There's a nice can, <laughs> like a little cheeky picture of Barbara on there. Yeah. Bless her. Got a nose on there. Oh, we have the, the old Goose Willis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, I like the Goose Willis, mate, a lot. Did you like that yeah, one? Yeah, I like that one, yeah. 5.3%. 5.3%. Gooseberry full sour. I mean, I, again, that was nice, that one. Yeah. And we've, we're just currently on the Lupu Lion, which is an American pale ale. And it's got a cheeky little lion on the can. It's a nice, I mean, all of the cans, like, I mean, Matt, you're a connoisseur of the old, uh, you know, craft beer scene. Is it hard to throw away the beers or do you not give a fuck? You, you can't be sentimental about it. You can't this. be sentimental, mate. Like, if you can't, I mean. Are you going to keep the, like, uh, the are you going to take the Undertaker, fucking, the Undertaker beer, though? I'll keep the Undertaker, then I'll put that in a frame. Yeah. But if I was keeping all these fucking, my fucking, the missus, what's it? Fuck, what is that? It's an empty can of beer. Why have you kept it? It's got it's got a nice picture of Barbara Stroyes. Get out of my fucking what are you talking about? No. Nah, you can't keep them, mate. I mean, to be fair, those ones we had the other week though, the, uh, there's a couple of collaborations with artists and and you could peel the actual you could peel the, the outside of the can off. And, and it, you, you have peeled that off. Now nah, throw it in a fucking bin, I could be asked. <laughs> but if you did like if you did like it, add like a little bit of artwork from a collaborating artist. So I mean you could peel it off and keep it. I did not, but it's, it's you there can, if you can. You can. I just yeah. I just can't I'm enjoying a beer and I, I can't be that sentimental that I'm keeping a can. I'm not fucking a young man anymore. I've got yeah. enough fucking shit in my house with the kids. I can't be keeping fucking empty cans of beer. <laughs> but and uh, all that shit aside. All that shit aside. But yeah, brew York. I mean on, like yeah, look check them out. I mean I I got this fucking I got the sour pack, I got the the pale ale um, pack and I got the fucking the wrestling pack. I can't but they got proper names. I I didn't fuck I can't remember what they fucking are. But you go on a website, you'll be yeah, able to see Survivor what Series. Survivor Series, yeah. yeah. It was a Survivor Series, and I think it was the series. Yeah, yeah. And the ooh, fruity series. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to come out, I mean they're up there for me, really. They're fucking it's a it's a fucking turn tiny rebel, your brew Yorks. Mm. That it's that sort of level. They're, they're nice, mate. So yeah, if you do want a couple of cheeky beers, check them out. Yeah, Brew York, oh, Brew York, or Brew York. Just type Brew York in the fucking computer. Computers yeah. will bring up. Just fucking say Brew York at your computer yeah. now, and it'll fucking bring up. <laughs> I mean, they fucking that's how clever this shit is these exactly. days. Give me a Brew York. And I mean, just... to be honest, you know, if you're listening to this and your phone's next year, as soon as you go on Facebook, you're getting a fucking ad. <laughs> yeah. Like we all, that's definitely happening now. Like your phone's picking up what this Brew is. Real, real, real. So uh, don't, don't even worry about it. You're just going to Instagram, fucking Facebook, whatever you in stuff you're going on. It's social got you. media. It's, it's got, got you. you. It's going to give you a fucking advert for it. So don't worry. Just click on it and buy some beer. I'd recommend them. You enjoyed it, didn't you, boy? I tell you right now, they've all been Jono. You, you know that you'd have enjoyed these. And Will, I don't know, don't know how you feel about the old like the the sour beer scene, mate, but. They're cheeky, kind of for me. Are just a cheeky Moorish kind of. They, they're all sessionable. Yeah, because they just they they leave they leave you wanting more. You know, they're always wanting you going like you can have, you can have another one. There's none of them that kind of like kills your taste buds. They all kind of invigorate you. They all kind of like live. It's because they're all sharp. They're like every one of them is sharp. Mm. So each time it's it's hitting your tongue and it's hitting those taste buds with that with a kick. So it's Mm. every one is like. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what's good about it. Yeah, definitely yeah, some of the some of the flavours and stuff you're saying and the ingredients do sound really nice. So definitely definitely worth have a look at my the, local. The, the the thing is as well, mate, you know, like like we always chat about, there's a lot of beers that we do have that you don't have to be a traditional kind of beer drinker to enjoy. Yeah. And it, it, like, yeah. this is the, the misconception that a lot of people have got, including, you know, like my brother who's a standard lager, you know, he liked his lagers. He just, you know, I'm not going to knock him for liking lagers because that's what he likes. Yeah. But it, but there's some beers that he'll go like, you know, he'll smell it, he'll taste it like an, an IPA, like those cloud waters. You know, that's, the, oh, yeah. that's like the, you know, the top of the food chain in terms of like, don't give someone that early if you're kind of introducing them to an IPA because they, they ain't going to come back from that. Yeah. But you start someone on a sour, and then you then they can kind of figure them. They can figure out the beer kind of landscape from there, can't they? Go look, no, because no one. Could, I don't think anyone go like they taste like shit. No, they're like, oh, they're cheeky. It's just a. It's you just, don't, they generally have. There's generally always going to be some sort of fruit undertone to it. Mm. So if if you're enjoying your like your fucking fruit ciders type thing, <clears throat> like a sour is a kind of natural progression because it's still got that that fruity flavour, but it's also got it's a bit more. Bit more like well, it's sour in it. It's more of a like it's not quite so sweet. It's 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 got that sort of sour kick going in, which I, I prefer. Mm. But I think it stops you having that sort of teeth rotting feel from drinking too many fucking like, yeah. sweet yeah. sweet ciders. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. So we will be bringing you the uh, a turbo tavern soon, mate. Won't you You'll be wiping down a bar and sorting out the Sahara nuts and everything? Yeah, yeah doing, the, doing that shit, um, warming them up now and just turning the Sahara nuts on. They're just getting to the right, the right temperature for you. Yeah. So we're uh, yeah, we'll be airing soon. You mm. know, we're just working on some uh, you know talent, aren't we? It's talent issues really. More Waiting anything. for the rain to finish, to be honest. Yeah. Want a summer edition, a nice summer tavern. Pissing it down now. You know, talking about our little taste journey, a little journey of beers. Will you gonna you gonna little you know take us down what you're what you're token on these days what are you uh, smoking up there in Canada? So at the moment I'm smoking on some uh, some LA Kush cake. Nice. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, got it from the local dispensary and uh, got a little cheeky bag of it. It's uh, branded by this brand called Natural History. They got a little channel or a little fucking website if you want to go and have a look or whatever. But yeah, it's nice. It was named Best Flower at the 2019 Emerald Cup Awards. Wow. I guess it, you know, proof is in the pudding. Yeah. How does that work over there then, Will? Is it just like, do they just have shop, like shops you just sort of go into then just and have a selection and you sort of have a little chat and they say this is this, that is that? So it's not, uh, it's definitely not like an Amsterdam experience or American experience. It's like its own. Yeah, it's all like a little dispensary. There, there's probably like four or five of them in this little town. Maybe even more. They're everywhere now, and uh, yeah, you just go in. You have to show your ID, and basically, you know, they're all a bit different. Some of them might have some of the products in like see-through jars that you can smell through. Not, oh, yeah. but otherwise, you can't be like, oh, let me see that or let me see this. They're all pre-packaged. Um, you could get. In a variety of ways, you get it as just like straight weed. You can get it in pre rolls. You can get get them in like hash or the new sort of dabs and resin and all that sort of shit. But you can oh. buy like edibles, like chocolates and sweets and candy, and you can get drinks with CBDs. So like some that don't get you high but just make you feel good. Everything like that. It's pretty cool. Do you have a like a go to? So the LA Kush Cake is one of my go-tos. Are you on about the dispensaries? 
Uh, no, the the actual uh, weed itself. Yeah, I have a couple. Well, realistically, I'm not just a general smoke a shit bit of weed and get high. I do it because I enjoy it. Like you guys enjoy beer, right? I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've been smoking for a while. I like to smoke nice, clean weed, so I get it from the dispensary or like certified growers. And uh, yeah, this one's great. Obviously, there is a bit more of a premium price to some of the better ones. But it's like, you know, you ain't going buying Tesco's Value beer to connoisseur it and do a fucking turbo tavern on it. You're going to get a nice beer that's got full of flavor, you know, might be a little bit stronger, probably is, you know. Yeah, these days, everything, all flavor-wise, is described in terpene profiles. Which is pretty much in everything, right? Even in beer, like your your hops and shit yeah. like that. Mm. So, if you want to come on here on this website, you can. It's just naturalhistory.ca. Typing fucking Google, it'll come up. But I don't really know how to say some of these words. But I'm gonna try. So here we go. Yeah, won't worry about it, mate. <laughs> in this in this weed, the LA Kush cake, it's got 11% linalool. It's got nine percent B myrosin or my myrosine, twelve percent lemonine or lem- lemonine, like lemon, I guess. Yeah. And seventeen uh, <laughs> percent, fucking hell, carolinin. They're all described. Fuck, I don't really understand it all. But basically, the two, the makeup of the LA Kush cake, like obviously plants are bred together to make this. It's a mix of wedding cake and kush mints so if you can imagine this does kind of taste like cake if that makes sense if you were to oh, smoke yeah it has a when i say cake i mean kind of like a cake batter it's pretty yeah. sweet but it's also got like a really earthy taste it's this is not your average weed this is really tasty it burns yeah, 100% clean. this is <laughs> The Marks and Sparks premium range. Nice. It's, it's nice. Nice. Well, I'm just I, I'm on that website now. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can it. um you can uh, click down and it gives you like a, a a family tree of where the plants come from. So you yep. click down on the Alley Kush and the two plants of the Kush mints and the wedding cake. And then you click down again. And it's made from the booba kush, the animal mints. It's fucking you're like four steps down. That's proper in depth, awesome. in depth shit there. That's, I mean, that's nice to know, isn't it? That you you actually kind of like it's visible because you know back yeah. in the day when you were picking up a, a teeth from some <laughs> yeah, dodgy old boy in yeah. the corner in a fucking phone box, you didn't know what it was. You're, I mean, if you're buying hash, then good luck. Yeah, you know, you're just <laughs> smoking shoe polish. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure I did. But uh, it's nice to know, you know, that there's a bit of transparency in this industry. Will you know? Surely, yep. even, even even the um, what are they what are they called the pharmacists? What are the people dispensers? Is that yeah? Some people call them bud tenders. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I like that. I like that. that name. Yep. Yeah. Well, you can be the turbo tavern bud tender, mate. That's that's your uh, that's your position because obviously we'll have a little smoking room on the side with me, mate. I mean, I'm not the landlord and everything, but you. <laughs> They're fucking sister plants, then they hop some weed. Yeah, one then. and one and the same. So yeah, there's no reason why we're fucking going to just say one can't fucking be in where the other one can. This is why I think it's crazy that 
it's still fucking like weed is not fucking legal everywhere because it's just it makes no sense in the sense it's just, I mean we know we all know fucking why but it's just yeah it's a shame isn't it yeah it's a shame but I mean is it a good thing you know Canada is different to America where when you might be able to help help us out with this but yeah is it a good thing that it is legal there a hundred percent yeah it definitely works it doesn't work here as good as it does in America in my personal opinion because they tried to govern it a little bit too much like as you know some of you guys have been to america and it's not like how it is in england and europe with alcohol and in certain places even cigarettes you can't just buy alcohol from your fucking tesco's they might have like a little bit of like low percent wine or some states you might be able to buy beer from there but it'll be like lower percentage beer than what you could get at a liquor store or a gas station where in england petrol stations you might not always be able to buy like alcohol from there because it's not unless it's dependent on the situation or where it's located so it's kind of the same here with weed it's a bit of a you know when you go to amsterdam and america you can actually look at the product properly before you buy it here you have no real idea if you're gonna like it unless you do your research before you buy it you could buy loads of weed in Canada. It might be expensive. You you might not be able to look at it in a jar beforehand or even open it. And it, you might fucking hate it, and that's it. You you dealt with it then. But if you're in Amsterdam or whatever, it's all open and loose. So you could be like, let me just try a little bit of that. And yeah. You could choose the amount you want to choose. Here, it's all prepackaged and pre-weighed, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, like talking from the Amsterdam experience. I mean, if you've ever been there. You know, they pretty much got it. It depends where you're going, but they'll have it in like a little ice cream tub. You know what I mean? They'll have yep. they'll have weed just in an ice cream tub there. And like, like you're saying, Will, they could just like, you know, pull a little bit of that off for you. Or you could just, you know, just buy a very, very small amount. They could buy fuck all from them, smoke that and see how it is. But you're saying that it's a bit kind of, uh, it's yeah, you buy, then you try. You know what I mean? It's that sort of, that sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But here, I guess, which rules above England and other things is like on this website it's got the full list of terpenes and it will be available to look at from that shop or they'll have the knowledge or they can bring it up on the computers there and tell you exactly what terpene percentages are in it because that enhances the flavor and Mm. the overall effect of the weed in England someone's saying oh this is fucking this is this is cheese this is this is weed whatever it is you're buying it and you don't really know what it is he probably doesn't know what it is yeah. And that effect might just like be really fucking horrible. Like it might, you might be trying to relax at night and you've just taken one that's given you the biggest energy buzz in the world. And you're like, oh fuck, weed just makes me stay up all night. And then, or it might be the total opposite effect where here, you know exactly if this weed's going to make you tired or not. You know, if this weed is going to make you sit down and not want to get back up or be lazy, or if it's going to stimulate you. And all this sort of like the mental shit as well. You know, sometimes it might make you feel a bit funny in the head. Sometimes it's not. And you'll know by either the terpenes or them having the information on the pack. In England, you could buy weed that people just grow weed that produces good amount, a large amount of cannabis on on the plant, right? Just so they can sell more. Yeah, Whereas yeah, some yeah. of the best weed, there isn't that much that grows on it because it's it's better, right? Or it's harder to maintain. Yeah, so, and, that's, and that's why it's more expensive. Yeah, exactly. And but also, you know exactly what's in it. Like it's test, everything's tested. I know 
like beer, exactly how strong it is. You could buy some weed that is so strong in England. You know, there is really strong weed in England these days. They could fuck you up when you're not expecting it, or vice versa. You might be buying loads of weed that isn't even going to touch the sides. Yeah. Well, that, that's here funny... it's all guaranteed. That's the funny thing, Will, isn't it? Because, you know, generally, you know, probably last year I was smoking a decent amount and a lot of puries and everything like that because I think that's a healthier way to go because obviously you're not putting tobacco yeah. in your body. But in in England, yeah, you, you might be buying from the same person but and always the same shit and it you know it might be close close to it but you might have one and you could you could easily deal with a um a puree i'm not saying i absolutely like tote the fuck out of it and pull it down in you know a minute i'm saying you just have a few you know have a few goes on it and you can still work it out and figure it out sometimes you you you'll get caught out because you'll be doing it and you're thinking you've got the you know you know what you're doing with it and then you'll be like oh fuck here it goes yeah. here it fucking goes because you got you know you got too familiar with weed and you kind of thought that I can handle it and it's like because you thought that weed was the same weed as the weed that you had last month and it's not the same weed <laughs> it's completely different and it's uh, or, or you might be smoking harder because it's it's not doing anything to you compared to the last weed you had so I know I know you're saying so it is a nice kind of um, it's nice to know what you've got on the menu basically yeah that's it there'll never be a point. Oh, in, in Canada, that they would move more towards not like a complete Amsterdam style, because I mean, Amsterdam is of it's, it's its own thing, really, isn't it? Like, that's his, yeah. like, Amsterdam is Amsterdam. But where they'd have the opportunity to have, like, as opposed to a pub, they'd have a, like somewhere you could go in and you could. I mean, the thing is, if you're smoking, it's the fact you can't smoke anywhere, can you? So you can't really have like a smoking, like, you couldn't exactly. have like a bar equivalent because you can't smoke anywhere apart from your own fucking property. But I just I was yeah. wondering if there'd ever be a point where you'd have like more opportunity to have like a taste or a smell or something of it, as opposed to just quite a sort of pharmacist sterile environment of selling. I don't know if the, you ever thought it might sort of move towards a sort of more relaxed mm. type of. Yeah, I'm. I'm really hoping it does, but I think it's probably going to end up being more like two facilities, one you know, kind of like a pub vibe, but maybe they don't actually sell it in there, which probably would lean to that way. But maybe mm. eventually, yeah, I don't think they'd be able to smoke in the area they're yeah. selling it. They're pretty on it in Canada, kind of like how we are in England. There's not many yeah. places you can like smoke inside. But I think certain things will change because, you know, it's only really been legal, like not even three years here. So, so you got there pretty quick then on the ball, like after it got... It was available here already medicinally or medically, but very loose, kind of how it was in American medical terms. You know, it was actually really easy. And then that, and then they rechanged it all and did it officially. Do you reckon that will ever happen here? Yeah. So right now in England, actually, it's it's not actually that well known, but you can now in England. So in England, cannabis has now been private, allowed to be privatised into the medical world i guess so you could there is a list of medical doctors online for england who can uh prescribe cannabis now or give you the prescription license so basically obviously england's been growing medicinal weed for other countries than itself for like the past five or ten years and now that's available i think you have to pay to have an interview which you can do over your computer it doesn't matter about whatever your actual doctor says because it's all private. So you can say mm. whatever you want, really. It doesn't mean they're going to hand it to you straight away. You do have to have something 
within reason, but nothing crazy. Like back in the day, you know, you might have to have a really bad chronic cancer or something like that. This day now, you can... You can have a toothache. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you have bad migraines. Maybe you can't sleep well. But um, it's, it's available, but you can only do it really through privatized doctors and you have to pay for it. But yeah, you the medic- medicine you order comes in from like maybe even India, England. So you can get some from Canada and something else. But basically, I think you gain access to a website and you have a license, basically. But at the moment, it's still so new. People who do have these still get questioned by the police because they're not fully aware. So it's still in the gray area, but it is fully legal. But yeah, you just have to go through quite a few steps to do it. So if you're really into it, it's fucking available, but it's in, uh, it's in early stages, right? That's how it starts. Yeah. It just slowly becomes more and more and more available until they just do it. I mean, we need to open up all fucking jogs for medical research, really. We got like, and there's no fucking point in cutting anything off. I mean, when I mean, yep. if, you're using, if you're using opium as a fucking like form of pain relief, then why wouldn't you use fucking LSD as a form of fucking to help with fucking depression or mental disorders? It's like it's just mad that like everything should just be open up for fucking research. Yeah, really. If you're going to be able to fucking help people. Regards of where the fucking, I mean, in a lot of these stuff, it's fucking same with using mushrooms and psychobillion, all that shit. It's fucking natural shit that could help fucking balance someone's fucking mind. Yeah. But why, it's, why but, would you say, no, nah, we're not fucking I mean, using the, that. the problem we've got with that now, though, the amount of fear mongering that's happened, yeah. you know, in our short lifetime, it's just think, you know, 40 years or whatever, there's been just so much kind of like scaremongering and, and kind of like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And really, you ever known anyone who's had a, like a bad experience with mushrooms unless they've eaten fucking like <laughs> piss? You know, they've already had eight Cronenbergs. You know, it's a little bit, you yeah. know, it's a bit, it's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know, I remember white and I've had eight Cronenbergs, and I smoked some weed, like some old, like an old joint that was down the back of the boat or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I whitey, you know what I mean? No, and it was not, nothing to do with the weed. I mean, well, yeah. it might have been a little bit because it's down the back of the sofa about half a year, but it was a fact that I just tanned yeah. uh, eight Cronenbergs and then topped off with something. And it's like, that's not how you treat this stuff, you know? Yeah. It's the same with mushrooms. Like, you know, you have something and a good, good, you know, if we all, you know, all of us boys got together or everyone listening, you're with your friends and everything like that. I'm not saying, you know, just go and do it willy-nilly, but if you're in a good environment, it's like anything. You know, the best times you're ever going to have smoking weed is when you're sharing, it. you know, sharing a joint. Not yeah. in these times, oh, not in these times. But when you're sharing a joint, when you're, when you're sharing don't a fucking kill me because I stole those boys radio, dickhead. You, you know, you're sharing a joint. And you're not having, you know, you're not no one's toking away. At it. You just have a toke and move on because that's what you need. You just yeah. need to, sh- you know, you're sharing it with people. That's when that's when you're going to enjoy it. And it's the same with all the other sort of drugs. You know, just, you don't have to get. Even, you know, you know everything. You just don't have to go crazy with it, do you? You just enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Isn't it? I'm, not like saying her- say- I'm not saying just go, yeah. you know. Not- but that's the thing. That they say it's addictive <laughs> and they say like, like the weeds are fucking a okay. gateway drug and all that shit. But the thing is, I think if you've got an addictive personality, you've got an addictive personality and you're going to be addicted to fucking anything. You're going to be, you'll be addicted to going to the fucking gym. You'll be addicted to fucking gambling. You'll be addicted to like, anything. If you've got an addictive personality, regardless of what it is, you're going to be addicted to fucking something. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's two separate issues. It's not the fucking drugs that are making you addicted. It's your fucking personality is an addictive personality. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you said, I mean, yeah. everything should be able to be enjoyed in moderation. 
It's it, but I mean, the thing is, as soon as they can fucking tax it and that, then it exactly. then fucking be fine. As soon as like they get a private company that says, "Oh yeah, I want to fucking produce this now," and there's a fucking tax we can stick on it, they take it. But until that point, it is the same with the fucking the old argument with the fucking growing cannabis to use for fucking paper or to use for clothes or to use for this. Yeah. And because there's an industry built outside of that that they want to fucking lose their income, then they get lobbying against it. Well, that, it's, it's yeah, I mean that is why. That's what happened to cannabis, isn't it? That is the, that is the origin story yeah. of cannabis, you know? It's like hemp. No, we don't want that. We don't want that knocking about. We're yeah. paper. We are. We like paper. Yeah. A4 paper, I make. <laughs> yeah, but this stuff, we can... No, no A4 paper. <laughs> Mr. Government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, what's... Do, do you know the crack, you know, is, is Canada the same is in England that, like, like, like we're saying with shrooms and stuff like that and... and uh, and other sorts of recreational drugs. It is. It's still. It's still illegal over there to do that. Um, shit. I don't know if it's f- fully illegal. If not, it's probably not as high of a illegal grade as it is in England. Mm. The shrooms, um, are like fucking mushrooms here. That was only like within the past ten years, wasn't it? The fucking yeah. Because you. Used- you used to be able to—I can't remember, but I know you used to be able to buy like down in the market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd be able to buy the kits, couldn't you? Like you grow them yourself, like tigerly. Yeah, tigerly. I think it was like something like it was—it wasn't illegal to grow it, but it was illegal to harvest it. So you could grow yes. them, but the point you sort of cut them and fucking put them in your mouth. Put them in your mouth. <laughs> that's illegal. It's like fucking mad, something mad like that. I think. But then they obviously, they said like everything to fucking do a bit. Because you used to be able to buy mushrooms, again, at like fucking Tiger Lily or your Blue Bananas or yeah. your fucking whatever they are. Yeah. You used to be able to buy mushrooms, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. And that was within the last, that must be within t- at least 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, they just, everything fucking legal. But then then we had the fucking rise of like your fucking, your fake drugs, like your spice and your fucking, yeah. your legal yeah. highs and that, which were just fucking killing people left, right yeah. and centre. Yeah, I'm glad I was kind of old enough you know, where that was, yeah. that was kind of, you know, when you're, when you're, I'm sure if you were 15, 16, 17 in that sort of round, yeah. when that was a big, a big time thing, that could have been dangerous for anyone. But obviously Fuck, yeah. at that point, but I, then that's the more... point. But I guess that's the point, is it? Like when we was that age, we could go in and we could buy actual fucking mushrooms, like mushrooms that are just fucking grown and someone's picked and selling you. But like they said, no, nah, that's nah, not doing that. So then the fucking had the rise of these fucking just chemicals. A guy's just gonna let's mix these fucking chemicals together and sell that to fucking kids because and because, because this this stuff is actually it's legal. Yeah, it's legal but on it's paper, like, but it's, it's gonna absolutely it's gonna fucking destroy it. And it's like, what, what would you rather your fucking kids were having? Like like a natural fucking something that's grown in the actual ground. Yeah, it's gonna like it's gonna fucking mess your bed, but it's fucking everything in it is fucking born on the fucking earth yeah or something that a fucking guy in a white coat's made in a fucking lab and just well, let's mix these fucking chemicals together what happened with that if i take that it'll fucking destroy your mind <laughs> yeah well that's just, it's just stuff like that just seems fucking mad to me do you know what i mean i've actually had a pretty crazy life experience once when i was about 18 or 19 <laughs> and uh it was kind of before you know, there was anything called spice or anything like that. I think there was a bit of salvia, which you'd be able to get from Tiger Lily, oh, yeah. right? And it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't really widely known to be that crazy at the time. There wasn't the videos of people like jumping out of windows and all this crap. But I was in America and I went to Texas and uh, I couldn't get any weed for a couple of days because it was obviously quite illegal in America at the time. Yeah. And uh, I went to like the local sort of Tiger Lily style shop. Someone was like, oh yeah, you could try this. 
And it was this thing. This is what it was called. I don't, obviously don't know why I bought it, but it was called XXX Game Over. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it. It was no problem. It's like a couple of grams. And on the back, it just said, not for human consumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was called pot puree, like potpourri. Do you know what I mean? And you were supposed yeah. to be sold as you just sprinkle it out on the side and it just smells nice. And it was all these different fucking plants and flowers in there it's like the list was fucking huge right and i probably smoked the tiniest bit ever in america like nothing and i already had loads of i was drinking like 40 ounce beers and shit i was wasted so i didn't really know what happened i just knew that i passed out so i took it home i flew it back to england oh my god (laughs) and uh me and two of my mates were like yeah let's fucking try it i was like yeah i think it just you know makes you feel like you're really fucking really really high and uh, we put the whole of it, the re- the whole rest of it, into one one cigarette, <laughs> and it was very large, so very very big. And we smoked it all pretty quick, and then instantly we all got hit by whatever this was, and it was uh, instantly like I was pissed, like I couldn't stand, and like the whole world was spinning round instantly. And then we all kind of we was in this like park pretty much as like yeah an undisclosed undisclosed location and yeah we probably didn't speak and was probably all like in fear we just kind of huddled up in this corner of this field for about seven hours we couldn't really (laughs) talk it it felt like i was pretty much brain dead it was there was a few situations where i felt like is this is oh is this it now you know yeah that's the worst that's the worst as soon as you get that feeling as soon as you get that that point when you're like am i dead now yeah (laughs) have have i like have i died is is this this it now man well i think a deer come out of nowhere at one point and we didn't know what it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah we all ran for a bit and then sat down again but yeah, probably like five, six, Legs. seven hours later, we all kind of came to. Just felt a bit miffed. We felt fine after that. But we felt a bit miffed. And uh, that was definitely the end of the night. And that was definitely the end of uh, the experience. Like, never again. I felt like I was, Completely yeah. High. But I think that's the thing with a lot of that shit, though. It's just, a, it's like, it'll just make you go fucking mental. And that's it. Done. Over. Yeah, and obviously people try this. Much of it. Because it, like, the more you take, the more your body just is like, oh yeah, you fucked, oh it's fine, you fucked, you fine, you fucked, you fine, and then you have to take more and more of that shit to actually. I mean, I guess it's oh, yeah. really you're always going to build up a tolerance. Yeah, but that stuff is just like, like you say, you say people fucking jumping out of fucking windows, fucking slashing their wrists, just headbutting walls and shit. Yeah, like not even in control. Yeah, we were, we kind of was just yeah, like I guess kind of scared and not. <laughs> totally what time of day were you doing this, Will? It was night time. We probably okay. started like in the summer at like 10 o'clock. So it was just getting dark as we started. But honestly, like within about three minutes of smoking it, it was like, we was all unbelievably, like obviously you're unbelievably wasted, but then when you're unbelievably wasted and get into bed, you have those couple of minutes of you might die. You might throw up. You might have a heart attack. Yeah. And it was like that instantly. And we couldn't walk properly. Oh, you know, horrible. we couldn't. And we you couldn't had that for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Cause after that, we just kind of was like, it was worse. Yeah, it was worse. God. Well, kids. Yeah, well, yeah. We <laughs> Never listeners out there. This why, yeah. This was a legal high. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, don't do that shit. Do the 
Do the yes, natural do drugs. Stuff. No, don't do those legal. Yeah, do, yeah. do fucking natural shit that's grown on the fucking earth. Yeah. Do some drugs. Apart, I mean, but saying that though, like I would avoid, I would avoid that. I wouldn't fucking yeah, like, cocaine and heroin probably. Yeah, wouldn't give them a minute. I mean, probably. again, I mean, it's yeah, fucking poppies, but you know, maybe not. I mean, if you're in a lot of pain, then yeah, I mean, it's brilliant because it is fucking gonna help. But like recreationally, maybe step away. Yeah, just steady on now because you know. <laughs> Unless you're a fucking rock star or an actor and you've got shitloads of money, you're not going to get into trouble. Like, if you've got shitloads of money to burn, yeah, fucking go get some hair when you can afford it then, can't you, I guess? Yeah, you, yeah do it all. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. No one's going to care anyway. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. another one Knock like yourself you, out. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got the money. Enjoy yourself. You're not losing your house, you kids. Do a bit better. Yeah, Vin Diesel dies. There's always a rock in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Vin Diesel. So what we take from that is Buck Bill is recommending heroin for everyone. I think that's what we take from that. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're not pussies over here. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we, uh, we're not down with that. We're not down with that. On that note, we'll, we'll leave it there. We've had a lovely little super turbo, super turbo edition of Turbo Sports Radio. Hope everyone's enjoyed it. Hope everyone's learned a le- little lesson mm. or two. They're too fucking preachy now. I'm over it. Change. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're not their ass now. Episode 70, they changed 69. They're all about innuendos. But anyway, whatever. Cheers for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Boop. Boop. Boop.